Greetings, 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 wonderful people with God. It's your boy, Minister Change, the minister that meet people where they at and love on them like our Lord Jesus Christ does. I'd like to welcome my guest, Timothy Gabriel, to the Change of Life Testimonies from Senator Saints. What's going on, bro, bro? Tell me how you feeling tonight, bro. I'm actually feeling pretty good right now at this very moment, man. So that's a blessing. Amen, amen. Hey, bro, it's always good to be in the land of the living and the Lord allow us to fellowship, man, and through his grace and through his goodness. Hey, bro, we're going to start this interview off with you telling the people, man, where are you from? Where was you born and raised? Okay. So I'm from a city called Columbus over in Georgia. Uh, I was raised okay. up in an area that I call East Winton, Georgia. Uh, so that's pretty much where I'm from and where I was raised at. Okay, okay, bro. Okay, Georgia, Georgia. Okay, Georgia. Hey, hey brother Timothy, man, if you had uh, uh, to go to a favorite Bible verse, man, what is one of your favorite Bible verses, man, you like to go to in a time of need or something just to calm your spirit, bro? All right, so my favorite is a little different than most folks' favorite. Uh, mine okay. is actually <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> it's from First uh, John, the third chapter. And I, I actually like a lot of it within it, but one of the one of the favorites that's within it is like starting reading that like at uh, around seven and going down a little bit more from there. And okay. the reason why I love that because it, it keeps me grounded, it, it keeps me focused on God because it breaks down specifically that what God considers to be righteous and unrighteous, you know what I'm saying? What Amen. he considers to be of him and not of him, you know. And mm -hmm. to be able to read that and allow that to, to, to just really enter in your mind and just make you think on it, it puts things in perspective. Because the world right now, man, is in an uproar where we have a lot of believers falling away from the gospel. You know what I'm saying? Amen. They have turned yeah. to fables and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that right there keeps me grounded and it keeps me focused and it, and it makes me realize, okay, if I say I'm of God, then I can't do this and this and that. You know what I'm saying? And if I find myself yeah. doing this and that and that, then I need to put myself back in his grace and ask for um for forgiveness, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? So amen, amen. Good deal, good deal, brother Timothy Gabriel. Man, good deal, good deal, bro. We always gotta have some that kind of hold us accountable, bro. Good deal, exactly. good deal. Good deal, bro. Hey, brother Timothy. Hey man, if you had to describe your character, man, to a total stranger, man, how would you describe yourself, man? Ooh, describe myself <laughs> <laughs> to a total stranger. Nobody don't know you. How would you describe yourself, man? <laughs> man, <laughs> I don't think I've ever been asked that question before, man. Oh, okay. Well, man, that's the first thing. That's the first for everything, brother. That's the first for everything. <laughs> wow. How would I describe myself to a stranger? Uh, I guess I'd tell them, man, like, depending on how it's flowing, I probably end up letting them know, listen, man, you know. I'm a uh, father. I'm a husband. You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm a uh, follower of Christ. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, I uh, love music. Um, I mean, I guess off back, it'd be probably something simple like that, probably. Okay. Okay. That's good, brother Tim. That's, that's good, brother. That's good, brother. Hey, man, look. If you was judged on your last four hours of, of, of life, man, would you be going to heaven or hell, man? Your last four hours. If God came back right now and said, Brother Timothy, I'm judging you right now, brother. Where do you think you'll be going, man? Oh, I'd definitely be going with him. 
Okay. I definitely be going with him. Okay, okay. You're confident, brother. Say, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going with the Lord. Come on down. I'm going. I'm already I already got it locked in. Okay, okay. Okay, good deal. Good deal, brother Timothy. Good deal. Hey man, this is the testimony moment, man. What what in life, man? What made you finally say, man, this is enough? I can't go through this more, man. What trials and tribulations made you finally say, Hey God, I'm going from sinner to saint. I'm walking through a new life, man. All right. So, and again, my uh, testimony is a little different than most, because most time people was going through a rough patch when they turned to Christ. Yes, uh, yes. My rough patches didn't turn me to Christ. Okay. But it was, okay. it was, it was the good days. Okay. Uh, okay. And and um, to share just a little bit of that, based off your question, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm break it down. I'm gonna try to keep it short and sweet. Okay. Uh, okay. I used to do what they call secular rap. Okay. And during during uh, that time period, I ended up hooking up with a guy named Killer Mike, who was uh, signed with a uh, Outcast record label at the time. Okay. Period. Okay. And I had opportunity through his cousin to meet up with him over in Adamsville. That's up in Atlanta. Uh, that's where he okay. was living at. And we chopped it up for a long time outside, man. And uh, he would let me know he'll finna start his label called Grind Time and things of that degree. Well, a little okay. while after that, uh, I can't remember if, if it was him who put the word in for me or how I got put on, but I got put onto this show at the 20 grand off Old National in College Park. And okay. that particular night, it was a lot of other um, big hitters like Straight up out of Atlanta and all been in like uh field mob, Adam okay. Crew, uh okay. um bone crush and some other folk. But that particular night, God was working, and I didn't know God was working. Um okay. the fire marshals came through and shut the event down early because it was too many people, and mm. it was over the uh capacity level. Uh so okay. they ended up shutting it down early, so I wasn't able to hit the stage. But God was working because I look back now, if I would have hit the stage, I probably got signed and I definitely would not have been turning to God. Man. But God was working because what happened a little while after that, I was on the phone uh, with, at the time period, the girl I was dating who was, uh, who is now my wife. And she mm -hmm. started talking about the Bible about something. And even though I, I grew up in a church, so I knew some things off of knowledge, okay. not because I knew God, but off the okay. knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So, and off the knowledge that I had, I knew that she had said something wrong, so I was telling her the correct thing. But when I started talking on them things, the Holy Spirit fell upon me, and I was convicted of my sins. Okay. And and as I was convicted of my sins, I just started crying, and I couldn't stop it. So I got off the phone with her, and I didn't know what to pray at the time, so I just got on my knees, and I felt the Lord spoke to me and said, go to Atlanta and go to Detroit studio. I didn't understand mm. everything at the time period, but as time went by, I ended up going up to Atlanta, met up with the guy Detroit in his studio. And when we went down to the studio, he left out for something. And when he left out, the spirit of God moved upon me and I opened mm. my mouth and I asked God to forgive me of my sins. Man. And what God showed me, man, was my music at that time was my God. It's what I put mm. before him. So mm. he needed me to go to where I I embraced the music scene to denounce that okay. so that I can accept him. And, mm. and a lot of times people fail to realize that, but, but God is not going to have another God before him. Whatever you put True. before him, you got to denounce it. You got to abandon it. You got to let it go. True. And 
and, and that's what God ended up doing. And, and, the, and the beautiful thing about it, man, after I gave my life to the Lord, man, shortly after that, the biggest test came. I got a phone call from Rico, and he said, Killer Mike, ready to do a song with you now. So now mm. I had this chance to say, do I stay with God, or mm. do I go ahead and go back to doing my music? Mm. But I made the decision. I told him, I said, no, nah, man, I don't do that kind of music no more. And okay. he didn't understand it or whatnot. He thought it was a phase, but it wasn't a phase, man. And that was back in 2003. Okay. And ever since 2003, man, I've been running for Christ, man. And that's the shortest version I can give you of my testimony. Because trust hey, me, man. it goes deeper than that. Hey, man, but look, what you just gave me, bro, that right there let me know that God is good all the time. And once God get that spirit of love down in our heart, we understand that the treasures of the world ain't greater than what God has for us when we leave this earth. Hey, bro, that's that's a good that's a good testimony, bro. That that's good, bro. Hey, bro, I gotta um just say, man, do you think your childhood upbringing, man, or the people you was around, man, kind of influenced you in some areas of your life to make you go down a path that probably wasn't so uh, constructive at the time in your life, man? Yeah, it definitely did, man. Uh, I actually had two sides to my childhood. You know, on one end, my parents raised us the best they could. They took us to church. Um, they lived that, that 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 life of Christ before us, so we definitely knew that route. But at the same time, we grew up inside of a hood where it was violence and gangs and 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 drugs and killings and and the list goes on. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So you had the streets and you had the church right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm -hmm. And then on that same same note, you know, as a child, you know, uh, on my new album uh, that I got called Christ or Die Testify, I speak on it, but. I was around about nine years old, eight or nine years old when I was molested. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so okay. when a situation like that take place, it can it, it does something to you mentally. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and 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 when it does something to you mentally, it 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 causes you to see things differently. And so okay. now there's a struggle that comes up within you and a battle that comes up within you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of my years battling and fighting. Um, spirits that was released in me due to that, and it caused me to hate. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It, it was like, it was like I wanted to be with women, but I hated mm -hmm. women, so I used mm -hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? It yeah, was like yeah, I saw yeah, them yeah. As an object. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. Saw most them definitely, most something definitely. to feel good. You know? Mm -hmm. uh, so, 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 so then it put your mind frame on, 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 on this pimp player type thing where you just see women as just enough to just get a feel good use them throw them to the side whatever you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah so it, it, it caused a lot of that stuff to shift and change but yeah it definitely played a major role man okay okay all right brother all right brother timothy man timothy gabriel man that's good bro you most definitely there's certain things that happen in our life man that affect us and we don't understand the effect of until we actually find the lord jesus christ and then as mm -hmm. we start searching our soul then we understand some of those things in our life yeah hey, brother now, now that you have turned your life over to the Lord Jesus Christ, brother, what is the best thing about being a believer, man, in the Lord Jesus Christ, brother? The best thing is, I'm yeah. gonna take, man, <laughs> is the fact that Satan can't do nothing without getting God's permission. Hey, man. And a lot Ooh. of people don't realize that, man, when, when you don't belong to God, Satan don't have to get permission. He can, he can do okay. what he wants to to you. But when mm -hmm. you belong to God, he mm -hmm. can't do nothing without asking God first. So that means if God has allowed it, then God knows that you can bear it and you can go through it. Mm -hmm. That's like one of the best things, man, here on earth, man. 
other than man. that, man, you know, being able to be with him when it's all said and done is going to be the most glorious thing. Hey, Amen. Woo! Good word, good word, brother Timothy. Good word, good word. Hey, brother, have you figured out your assignment, man, that God has for you on this earth, brother? Well, right now, I'm walking in the assignment that I know I have. If there's any other assignment, uh, then when he give it to me, I'm going to take it and run with it, too. But uh, one of his main assignments for me, man, is it's actually two parts. Okay. One part is to go and get these kids, the youth. So I do a lot of Man. things that involves the youth. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from going into the youth detention centers, man, to going into the schools, uh, doing events that that attracts the young people, uh, to even working with the youth one-on-one, -on -one, you know, stuff like that. So it's definitely for the youth, man, because uh, the devil is definitely after them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's, he's yeah. definitely he's definitely chopping that out with young folks. Uh, yeah. Other than that, the the second part is, and 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 God gave this to me when I was in my sins. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was in my sins, and I was talking with God, and I'm like, "Why would I serve you? Look at your people; they not even living mm -hmm. right." You know what I'm saying? Because so many people Man. come out that they, they Christian, but yet they were Man. cussing like I was cussing. They were lying Man. like I was lying. They were lusting women like I was. You know what I'm saying? It's Man. like, yeah, why would yeah. I serve you? And mm. God told me like this. He said, well, how about you give me your life and you mm. show them how they're supposed to live? Good word. So that's the second part that uh, God gave me with my walk is, as a Christian, is I'm supposed to be an example to the believers as well on how they're supposed to live. Because Man. We, we need examples too. You know what I'm talking about? True, you know, true, true. True. The world is influencing a lot of the believers, and that's why we got them falling away right now because so many are influenced by the world. But if we have other believers who are living that life and, and, and truly taking that stand and fighting daily like, like they're supposed to, they can become that example to let other people know, look, man, if he can do it, I can do Amen. it. If good she deal. can do it, I can do it. Man, good deal, good deal. Hey, brother, hey, man, that's good, man. You're right, man. I mean, like you said. God, I mean, God has certain things that he put that he has called certain people to do, brother. And it sounds like most definitely he has called you, man, for that mission, brother. Most definitely. Most definitely. Good word. Good word. Good word, brother Timothy. Good word. Hey, brother, I want you to finish this sentence, man. God has always been there for me. Been there for you. Hey, brother, I know there's probably plenty of plenty of times, brother. But give me one time, most definitely, man, you know, God stepped in and hugged you with prayers, man, and protected you from whatever was in harm's way, brother. All right. I'm going to make this short, too, then. I'm going to try to make this short. Okay. okay. I was headed to Atlanta for a conference. Mm -hmm. And the vehicle I was driving, I got comfortable, had my music right, had my headphones on, and I'm ready to mm -hmm. go. Had my trailer hooked up to the back with my sound equipment in it. Okay. And I went. Next thing you know, my vehicle started speeding up, and I'm not pressing the gas. It just started mm. speeding up. Mm. So I went to match the brake, and I couldn't even match the brake. Wow. And I'm pushing, Man, on, that's scary. I'm pushing on the brake, and I couldn't do nothing. It was hard. It was solid. Man, but that's scary. Calm, and I called 911, and I said, ma'am, my vehicle won't stop. It's, it's steadily speeding up. I couldn't take the cruise control off. I couldn't mm. do nothing. It just locked up and it started operating by itself. Mm. As time went by, long story short, God spoke to me and told me to mm. jump out the vehicle. Mm. Now, keep in mind, I'm traveling on the highway, man. 
Whoa. This vehicle right now, it, it, it's speeding up. Wow. And God spoke and said, jump out the vehicle. Wow. Now, that sounds foolish to us as humans. But remember yeah. the scripture. The scripture says the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisest man, pretty much. Man, remember that? true, true, and, and, true, and, and, true. And the weakness of God is stronger than the strongest man. You know what I'm saying? True. So true. I, I, I'm hearing the Lord speak, and I'm like, okay. So I told the lady on the phone, I said, ma'am, it looked like I'm going to have to jump out this vehicle. She was like, sir, I would not suggest you to do that. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm blaming her. You're on a highway high speed. Bro, that's a lot of faith. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm trying to tell you. So I told okay. her, I said, well, ma'am, if I see this fire shoot up on the side of my vehicle again, I'm going to go have to jump on now. Yeah. And shortly after I said that, I saw the fire shoot up on the side of my vehicle again, and mm. I leaped out. Man. And when I leaped out, the first thing that hit the highway was the back of my head. Now, mm. you know, if you would have threw a tomato out of a moving vehicle, it would have splashed. And that's what should have happened to oh, my yeah. head. Oh, yeah. It should have hit that highway Man. first open, and I should have been a dead pool of mess on the highway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. But God told me to jump. Mm. And because God told me to jump, he protected me. My Amen. head hit that highway. My body rolled. Next thing you knew, I stood up on the side of the road. I was a little confused at first because I didn't know what was going mm -hmm. on. I really don't remember getting up on the side, rolling over to the side of the road. I don't remember how I got from there to there. But mm -hmm. I stood up on the side of the road. I started touching myself like, hold on, am I alive or am I dead? You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? <laughs> I'm trying to figure and, out. And, and, like, Whoa. Yeah. And I was out there, man. It was pitch dark. The devil began to start talking. The devil was like, Oh, there's gonna be some animals out here that's gonna eat you up now. Oh, you finna get ate up. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he just started mm -hmm. trying to throw fear. And then yeah. God spoke to me and God said, Start praising me. Amen. I started praising God. And the moment I started praising God, help came. Man, look at and, God. And, and and after help came, the devil still came because it was nothing but white officers. And it was during a time period when a lot of black people was getting killed by the cops. Oh man. And it was number yeah. white officers, and they couldn't see me because I was down inside the, on the side of the road, down in the wood uh, bushes yeah, area. Yeah. And yeah. so as I'm coming out, my glasses were broke, so I didn't have my glasses. I could barely see, and all all I see is all this stuff around me. And the devil started saying, "Uh oh, they're gonna kill you because all they're gonna do is see a black person coming, and they're not gonna spend that." I mean, he just yeah. started trying to feed more fear, yeah. more fear. Yeah. And. God led me to call out. Just call out and let them know that you're here. Hello, hello. So I started calling out. Mm -hmm. As I came up, the testimony got even stronger because there was a good Samaritan who pulled over. Mm -hmm. And the cops came and asked me a question based on what the good Samaritan told them. The cops mm -hmm. said, sir, is there anybody else in your vehicle? I said, no. He said, are you sure? Like, no. They said, okay, because they said somebody drove the vehicle down into the um into the woods into the ditch i said no nobody drove it what happened mm -hmm. was when i jumped out the vehicle the mm -hmm. vehicle should have ran over me mm, look at god but what the people behind me saw was when i jumped out the vehicle they saw the vehicle make an immediate right turn mm. and drive down into the embankment man Woo, so that's two god. things that god did he protected me and he protected on come traffic because if that vehicle would have kept going, it would have caused a, a wreck to someone else. 
a major, major, yeah. Exactly. So God was all in this. And mm. when and when they heard that I jumped out the vehicle, they looking at me like, dude, you're supposed to be dead. Exactly. Look, exactly. They, they like, what? Nobody but God, man. man. Nobody but God. So man, that's brother. the best example I can give you of a time when I knew God protected me. Man, hey, that, that's powerful, brother. We know that was God. Like you said, if you even throw a tomato out of a car, you throw anything out of a car. Yeah. I mean, at that, hey, man, it's going to splatter, bro. Whoa. Hey, bro, that's a testimony, bro. You know God is real, man. Amen. Hey, man. Hey, man, growing up, man, man, in high school, man, was you the bully, man? You was the kid that got bullied, man? Or was you, you was the one that just laid back and said, hey, I'm just I'm just cool like that? <laughs> I was definitely laid back. Uh, okay. I really didn't get... Uh, okay, I was laid back, <laughs> but I did bully a few folks. <laughs> okay. And I didn't really think about it until later on in life. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, yeah. And because sometimes, man, and I'm going to be honest with you, Sometimes because of life situations, you react to certain things and you don't even know that you're doing it. True, true. Sometimes stuff can be dormant within you. You know what I'm saying? True. And, and, and then and then when things are revealed to you, you be like, hold on. I bullied that person. Oh, my yeah. goodness. And true. it was actually in high school, there was one particular late young, well, it was a teacher that we bullied. And it was this girl that, I, um, that came back to me that we bullied in particular. Um, I'm sure it was some other folks, but these two stood out the most. I wasn't able to get in touch with that teacher, but I was, but as time went by, I was like, man, Lord, I would love to see that girl and let her know I'm sorry for what I did. Yeah. And the crazy thing about it is in my old neighborhood, her family or her had moved into one of them houses briefly. And I was driving okay. out one day and I looked and I said, that's her. Okay. Okay. And Good deal. And, and I had the opportunity, man, to my members to go and just let her know, listen, I'm sorry, man, for all the stuff that I said. So it was a, definitely a blessing uh, or whatnot. But, I mean, everything goes both ways, man, because there are some, some opportunities where some people may have tried to bully me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did it work? No, it didn't really work. Uh, I remember one person tried to come at me, so I decided to bring me a weapon to school because if they are going to run up, I was gonna have something, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, you know what I'm yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. so you know, that kind of went that way as well, you know what I'm saying? So it kind of had a balance to life, you know, or whatnot. But I did okay. find myself guilty of that, and I didn't like the way that it looked when I found myself guilty. Okay, okay. Hey man, you know, man, with, with all this violence and stuff, man, we got going on in the communities, man. What do you think us as men? need to do to come back together, man, to, to form some type of shield or protection for our women, for, for our little kids, man, and, and for the ones that, that want to do right, man. Is there any advice or anything that you could just, a point that you think that we could do to bring the unity back in the community, man? All right, real talk. I think we need to create an outlet. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and with that outlet, it has to be Okay, I, I can only give you real examples. Uh, okay, that's that's what's up. When I was going into the youth detention centers, um, it, it, it turned over where they ended up asking me to come in and, and start working with the kids with music. So, okay. so when I started working with the kids with music, teaching them music, how to produce music, how to record music, the fundamentals behind contracts and stuff like that. Okay. A lot of those kids that came into my, my uh, teaching scene, they responded positively mm. now when they was out locked up dealing with the correctional officers mm -hmm. 
I found out that they was some, some of them were some terrorists. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there was some beasts out there. Okay. But anytime okay. they stepped into my area, they transformed themselves. Okay. That right there opened my eyes to show my. It showed me that when it's something that that they can feel and 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 and, and understand and grow with, and it has value to them, and you can bring it on a positive level. They will humble themselves. Mm. So imagine if in the streets, if if we had more programs where we know that these kids enjoy doing certain things, so we give them an outlet for it, but we mm. do it the right way. And and what I mean by the right way is these kids learned that when they was in my room, in my area, they couldn't cuss. Good deal. If, if we were recording the music, the music couldn't have cussing in it. They couldn't be talking about their games. They couldn't mm -hmm. be talking about uh, robbing nobody, killing nobody. Structure. Structure. So I challenged them. Yes, yes. And they accepted the challenge. A lot of them fought against the challenge. They're like, man, I don't think that's possible, man. But they ended up realizing it was possible, and they accepted the challenge. And a lot of them began to do some amazing work. Man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and this was without me pushing Christ. They would just be pushing a change yeah. of, 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 of what they were used to. Yeah, yeah. But even in pushing that change of what they were used to, it opened up the door, but they saw something different in me as well. And they started asking questions about me. And then it was like, hey. And then they found out I was a Christian rapper. They're like, dude, we want to hear some of your music. Okay. So they ended up hearing some of my music, and a lot of them end up enjoying my music. Man. You know what I'm saying? But I think we as men, if we can create some programs like that, man, where okay. we, we, we are feeding them, but at the same time, giving them something that they enjoy. So like one thing I, I actually it's been on my heart to do, but I don't know until God opened the door, but I want to open up a community pr production spot where the kids can come in and they can mm. do the same thing like I did there where I teach them production, how to record and all that. But of course, mm. I'm going to challenge them where they can't do certain things in their music to make them record things that where they can get their point across without all the negativity. Yeah, good deal. And and if, if I can challenge them on that level, That'll get them out the streets mm -hmm. and, and that'll put them focus on greater things. And hopefully that'll keep them from becoming a, uh, a, a statistic. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, if we have more programs like that, more basketball programs, uh, more, uh, I don't know, just anything that we know that they love to, to, to grow with. If they into cars, then create mm -hmm. a program where, you know, that they had a chance to check out different cars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Challenge them with something different. Stop giving them the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, good deal, man. Hey, bro, that's good. Like you said, I think if we create more programs of their interest, because if you are interested in something, then yeah. you're going to give it your all. And then you are willing to go through the challenges or you are willing to better yourself to get where you need to go, man. That's, that, that's, that's good, brother Timothy. That's good, bro. Hey, man, what is a positive word of encouragement, man? You can give to anybody out there hurting right now, man. Or that's going through some stuff they want to give up, man. What is a positive word of encouragement you can give them to let them know that this too shall come to pass, man? Man. One of the ones that I like to use, man, is, and it's and it's from a scripture where it tells us that if we keep our minds stayed on him, he'll keep us in perfect peace. Okay. But 
if I had, to, if I was telling someone, it would be a few, it'd, it'd be a few extra words, you know, where I would probably let them know, listen, man, I've dealt with suicide. I dealt with depression. I dealt with pain, hurt. I dealt with uh, feeling alone. I, I, I mean, I dealt with so many different things. And right now you're going through that same thing. But let me tell you, I had to come to myself and I had to realize, number one, suicide is not the answer. Because if I kill myself, the end result is going to be worse than what I'm going through right now. So mm. what I had to do was I had to put my mind on Christ. And upon putting my mind on Christ, that just literally means I just had to start reading his word. I just had to start singing songs that was glorifying him. I just had mm. to start just talking to him, praying, just mm. anything just to put my mind on him. And the moment I began to do that, the moment all those things I was facing began to become no longer relevant. It, it was mm. it, it's as if it was just vanished for a moment. And sometimes it's hard because even with depression, it, it can last for days. It can last for months mm. or whatnot. But the moment that we just focus in on Christ, mm. you begin to see a shift. Man. And I'm a living witness to that. I'm a living example of that. So mm. I know what I'm saying is real. I know that it's true. You know what I'm saying? And I mm -hmm. know that if he did it for me, he can do, do it for them. Man. Woo. Good word. Good word, man. Powerful. Powerful, Brother Timothy Gabriel. Powerful. Hey, man, let's talk about your music career, man. Now, let's tell the people about your music. I know you're talented. I know you got, the, I know you got them bangers, man. Let's go ahead and tell the people about your music career, what you call your music, man, and give them a little bit of contact information, man, if they want to get with Brother Timothy and uh, do a little feature or, or, or do something with you, man. Just, just give me some handles, brother. Okay. So uh, what people don't know is after I gave my life to the Lord in 03, shortly after that, I made a vow to God that I wouldn't rap unless he told me I could. Okay. So for about six or seven years, I didn't rap anymore. I left the rap scene alone. Uh, I think it was like 2011, I think it was, was when God released me to rap for his glory. Okay. And when he released me to rap for his glory, uh, man, I couldn't rap no more. <laughs> I, I, I tried to rap and I couldn't rap. But what I feel like God did was he stripped that old arrogance out of me. Because mm -hmm. I used to rap secular. I was I was very arrogant because I was I was lyrical. I, I mean, I go deep with, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and okay. it was all about me. You know what I'm saying? It was not about mm -hmm. giving glory to nobody but me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I believe all that time period, he was stripping that old me out of me. So uh, he he reshaped me, and I started rapping for his glory. And uh, what I ended up doing was calling my music worship pop. Uh, okay. Because it was like a blend of rap and a blend of worship. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because mm. Uh, what God showed me was a lot of people think worship music is slow music. They yeah. think worship yeah. music is is all that, uh -huh, and that ain't worship music. That's a form of worship. Most definitely. And, True. And, 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 and God needs people to realize that that's a form. You know, the same way you can rap, and that's a, and you can worship him through rap. That's a form. You know what I'm saying? We True. have different forms True. of worshiping him. You know what I'm saying? True. True. So, True. So that's what I started calling my music, Worship Pop. Uh, but my first album was called Crank Jesus Up Like a Stereo. And okay. it was just basically saying, you know, the, the same way when we in the house cleaning up or we riding out mm -hmm. the vehicle, 
and we want people to hear what we bump and we turn it up louder. He was like, tell the world, tell everybody. And as a believer, we got to turn him up louder. So mm. that's what I did with that first album. My second album was dealing with worship pop. It was like hip hop is dead. Worship okay. pop is alive. And mm -hmm. it was pretty much letting you know that there's no life in just regular hip hop music. Regular hip hop music is going to lead you to death. You know what I'm saying? But if you want life, you need that through Christ and, and, and you get that through worshiping. You know what I'm saying? Yes, so, yes, sir. So uh, that's how that was, man. But uh, by God's grace, man, I just released my eighth or ninth album called okay. Christ or Die Testify. Um, it's part of a trilogy. Uh, before that, I had Christ or Die Unashamed. And maybe next year or whenever, if God say so the same, then there's the Christ or Die Forever that's going to come later on uh, or whatnot. Uh, supposed to be next year. But uh, man, my musical journey, man, is has just been purely about giving God the glory, lifting up the name of Jesus. Uh, uh, a lot of times, man, I, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna front. I had struggled with some stuff because, you know, it's easy to come up with punchlines. It's easy to come up with wordplay if I want mm -hmm. to sit down and do it. But yeah. it was like, no, no, Tim. It's not about how dope you are as a writer. It's not a. It's not about how dope you are as a lyricist. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So mm -hmm. uh, after my first album, uh, every album after that, between 90% to 100% of the album is freestyle. Okay. Um, I, I, I stopped writing. Um, I started just praying, going in the booth, and mm -hmm. just freestyle, and just let God give me what he wanted me to give. Because mm -hmm. the ultimate goal is to lead people to Christ. Amen. And... And, and and right now, there's a lot of Christian rap music where it's about them. It ain't about Christ. It's about how dope they are as a, as a rapper. It's about how dope they are as a lyricist because they want to be compared to the world. They want to feel like True. they can blend with the world. But we're no longer supposed to be significant with the world. We're True. supposed to stand out from them. You know what I'm saying? It's supposed to be True. about bringing folks to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so that 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 was a little small battle that i had to face with within them these years of doing music for god because on one end it was like yo tim you need to tell, show these folks that you can snap you know what i'm show saying the skills show the skills right yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah yeah most definitely but, but then it was like nope nope if if it's about that it's no longer about christ so uh i definitely aim not to do it on that level some people have said hey man i, I love this about it, i love that and People found certain songs that they loved and they felt like I snapped on. It's like, cool, to God be the glory. But I give God the glory because Amen. it wasn't about how dope I was when I freestyled it. You know what I'm saying? They'd be like, man, that was dope when you said that. I'm like, cool, mm -hmm. God get the glory. You know what I'm saying? Because Amen. once again, I aim to let God lead me on what to put. You know what I'm saying? More mm -hmm. so than myself or whatnot. Man, good, good, brother Tempting. Good, brother. May man, good deal, good deal. Bro, go ahead and give me your, your email, man. Your, your contacts, if somebody wants to contact Brother Tim, man, do a feature or or just get with you, man. Give people little handles, man, some some somewhere they can contact you, bro. Okay. So they can hit me up, man. This is my most used email. It's uh, Lion and Lamb Music. Um, and just think about Jesus. He's both Lion and Lamb. And you got to spell out the A-N-D, but it's Lion and Lamb Music at gmail.com. Um, they can find me on Facebook at Timothy Gabriel Music. YouTube, definitely YouTube, because I'm trying to get my subscribers up there. But Timothy mm -hmm. Gabriel Music on YouTube, um, I'm trying to hit that thousand mark. You know what I'm saying? But uh, and then Instagram is Timothy Gabriel Music as well. 
so they can find me there on Instagram and I think on TikTok is Timothy Gabriel Music as well. Okay. Hey, brother. Hey, man. Hey, brother Tim, man. This has been a powerful interview, brother. I mean, I always appreciate, man, when brothers bring a good word, man, and, and fellowship because this is what God put us here for, man. Amen. Each one, teach one, brother. Yeah, I mean, we just got we got we got we got to stand strong as men, take take care of our communities, man, take care of our homes, and just put the love back into our kids and our generation.
the saints. Minister Change. You got a testimony. You got a testimony. You got a testimony. You got a testimony. God gave you a testimony. Speak it right now. Call Minister Change. 260-203-6655 If you wanna share what God did for you, call him right now Each minister change 260-203-6655 The email is live C-H-Y-A-N-G-E dot T-O-T-T-E-E At gmail Cause uh You got a testimony I got a testimony, you got a testimony, I got a testimony, Minister Change, call him right now, 260-203-6655, God.